0: Ladies and gentlemen, from high atop the sun sphere, home of the 1982 World's Fair. Hold on, Baba. It is the Ed and Bob
1: Show. Good morning. Good morning. We talked the whole night through good morning. Good morning to you and you and you and you. I can see everywhere from up here, Ed. Oh, pretty? Great to say up hold good on. morning. Good morning to you. When the band began to play, the stars were shining bright. And then, well, the milkman's on his You can't deliver milk up here, buddy. Good morning. Good morning and sunbeams shine through here all the time. You know what? I
0: thought the Sun Sphere would be a great location for
1: radio station. <laughs> and here we are. We're making it home of the Ed and Bob show today. There you go. Boy, look at that view, Ed. Woo-hoo. I can almost see Brantleyville out there in Hard Valley. <laughs> I can see <say> Nealon Stadium. <laughs> <laughs> we can. Oh, man, we're glad to be here. And you said this was show number what? 75. Did you ever think that would happen? No, I didn't. Wow. I what about that? It's amazing the kind of money we're making now, and people are loving the show. We're uh, we're looking at the what we call what Ed and I call the analytics, which shows all the viewers across the state, actually all around the world, people all around the world listening to this. Oh my gosh, I know it's nutty. Well, good morning, Ed. This is the Ed and Bob Show. He's Ed. I am Bob, and we're glad you're here. Here we are, just after mid-October, and we're tickled to death to be here. Got a lot of stuff coming up this half hour, and Mr. Branley's going to tell you what. Well, thank you so very much. We're going to be
0: talking about our topic of the day, voodoo. Every, Every time I think of voodoo, I think of New Orleans. I know. is crazy? Old, and those old cemeteries, you know, where they've yes. got those little things. And
1: yes. Go down in there. And, and James Bond. And, yeah, James Bond. <laughs> That's true.
0: What else coming up? Uh, well, we've got that. We've got our sponsors. We've got our uh, uh, mailbox and mm-hmm. all those good things, so...
1: Well, it's an exciting time to be here. I never thought we'd see 75 episodes, but no. we are here, and we're tickled to death, and I look forward to this topic today. It's going to be fun talking about voodoo, because, uh, and, and I'm almost kind of scared to talk about it. That, like, if we say anything wrong, they'll, they'll come and get us. But let's get into the news right now and All see right. what's going on. Well,
0: you know, thanks with, uh, with uh, the good times with Halloween and everything. coming yeah, not far away. The original breeder of the popular crossbreed, Labradoodle. He says he regrets ever creating the breed,
1: so that's part Labrador Retriever and
0: uh, a poodle. A poodle. Yeah, he says it's now He calls it Frankenstein monster.
1: I've seen a friend of mine has one, and he he's an attorney downtown, and he takes it everywhere. Mm-hmm. It goes to court with him. His name is oh, her name kidding. is Ginger. Oh, oh it right. takes it. Well, I don't think he takes it into yeah. court, but he takes it everywhere, and it's a labradoodle. Yeah, and it's it's a big. Poodle, well, or Labrador. I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's like yeah. a, it's like a, it's it's both uh, things. Now,
0: when they're puppies, they're just as cute as they can be. But if the if the crossbreed is not perfect, it uh, <laughs> it doesn't look good. <laughs> the Labrador. You can say first, that about people too. Yeah. Not, <laughs> <laughs> it was first bred not for cute face or <laughs> scruffy hair, but to solve a problem. You're not going to believe how this, this came about. Really? No. This guy. Con- Conran, he was a, he was a breeder, okay, yeah, yeah, and he was breeding guide dogs in Australia back in the 1980s. Okay, and he received a letter from a blind woman in Hawaii, mm-hmm. and she wanted a guide dog, but her husband was allergic to Labrador retrievers, which was a standard service dog. Yeah, well, so guess what? He bred a poodle to become a service dog with a Labrador retriever. People that have allergies. And all of a sudden, really, yeah. came about because of allergies. Yeah, and this dog now is just taken over the world. So, I've he, seen him. he would I've not seen... do it again.
1: He said, "He he said this is not right." Is that a guide dog or is that a? Does that make it a guide dog. It could be if it's a labradoodle.
0: The two dogs was Brandy the lab and Harley the poodle. They mated one. <laughs> they mated one afternoon, and weeks later, three labrador pups are born. They're the Adam and Eve yeah, of the they labradoodles. Are. They
1: are. Yeah, and then
0: there was crotch sniffing
1: Alley. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, i had one of those dogs
0: <laughs> but they're not technically uh the he couldn't he the husband couldn't tolerate the puppies anyway so it didn't work uh, but they, they are good guide dogs i didn't so know he, that. Would, he said i would not do that again he said uh, he said "It's the biggest problem is the designer breeds, and many puppy mills focus more on the maximizing the number of dogs they sell rather than the well-being of each dog. So these puppy mills are turning these things out. These, they, I mean, they're as cute as they can be. You just I know, want to I know,
1: them. yeah. But yeah. I think, you know, the more they're bred like that, the more medical problems they have, too. Exactly. You know, a yeah. mutt will live longer, I think. Yeah. So Well, that's all right. Yeah. All right.
0: And uh, cancer worries now has is, is prompted uh, generic Zantac, recalling all of that. You
1: now, know. wait a minute. I, I, I take, I take Zantac. Zantac from time to time. What's the deal? I think I just well, bought some last week. <laughs> Should I take <laughs> it back? Me. Yeah. There is, it's been
0: recalled at Walgreens, Walmart, Rite Aid. So um, I don't know why. it's It's got something. They think it's got something in it.
1: Okay, I'm going to take it back. I bought some of those high-dollar ones, the 75 things, Yeah, like last week.
0: Yeah. All so right. anyway, the Walgreens version was sold under the name Walzant, and uh, but now these are these are the they're they're not this is not the real Zantac, you know. Zantac.
1: So the Zantac is okay, but it's the yeah, fake it's, ones that aren't. Yeah. yeah. Nah, I'm just worried now. Yeah, i just going quit taking everything. Okay. All right, let's get along. Let's get to your question of the day, Ed. My question of the day mm-hmm. is:
0: da-da-da-da! Do you get trick or treaters?
1: Just maybe four or five. Yeah. I mean, that's, and we have the little, um, camera, you know, in the doorbell. And we've, now we put the candy out in a, a little thing and say, you know, take one, ring the doorbell, whatever. And then we'll go over to my son's house because they have a big party there on Halloween night and we get to see the grandkids. And I would, you know, they'd ring the doorbell and I would say, hey, ho, 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 get you some candy. I'm watching you, little girl in the ghost costume. But in the last couple of years, the doorbell doesn't ring it doesn't ring anymore, and all they get back home and the candy's just sitting there, yeah, I know, I know now i
0: when I was younger, I would say when in the twenties and mm-hmm. things like that mm-hmm. we had we had a lot of dress up parties, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, sure, like, like up at have the, a little fun, yeah, up at the cabin and everything you right. know, I have Con Huntley singing, and it we had a lot of fun. I don't know. Don't do it's just anymore. ain't
1: what it used to be. No, it's not, it? You can it? say about 90% of everything we do, right? <laughs> ain't what it used to be. Well, I think some people don't want trick-or-treaters. Oh, well. Yeah, yes.
0: they turn their lights off. Yeah. They don't want them. I am not going out and buying you a bunch of candy.
1: I used to, when I was a kid, we'd go, uh, I remember one time I was taking Jake trick-or-treating in in Los Angeles. <laughs> so we're we're going around the neighborhood, and it's just dusk, you know. And, uh, he's one to hit every house because he was only like six or seven. Yeah. And, uh, there was one, he started walking up a driveway. I said, no, Jake, their light is off. Uh, you know, we don't need to go up that door. He, said, he turned to me and he said, what? Are they Jewish? <laughs> I said, no, Halloween's got nothing to do with religion. But it was so—I mean, he just thought, Are they, "Are they Jewish?" You mean, you mean they don't like Christmas <laughs> and Halloween? <laughs> That's really funny. Oh, gosh. It cracked me Uh, up. What do Jewish people do on Halloween? (laughs) (laughs) All right. I got a question for you. All right. What is the absolute, if you could go home and and the meal would be waiting for you sitting on the table when you get there, what is your perfect meal? What is your, what? You ready? Yeah. What what do they cook for you if you want the perfect meal? Meatloaf. Yeah. Mashed potatoes. Green peas. Oh, green peas, peas and
0: a roll. Yeah,
1: really, mm-hmm. that'd be good. If you had that, you're you're just high cotton. You're happy. You're yeah, happy.
0: I'm just I'm a simple guy. Maybe some okra if it's the time, right time of year. Mm-hmm. However, I know you. I've been out to eat with you. You eat some exotic food.
1: Well, I like different stuff. But if you, if I had to just have one meal, you said meatloaf, right? Right. Um, I like, uh, I would have maybe roast beef, um, or turkey and mashed potatoes and green beans. I'm not big on peas. And, um, I like cornbread. Okay. Now, I won't eat, I won't, yeah, I like You like sweet too. cornbread or the regular
0: cornbread? Uh, it's a, uh, regular. I would not eat, I don't think I could eat, I don't think I could eat it outside the house,
1: though. What's that? The meatloaf? Yeah. But you never know what's in it. Do you have you ever made meatloaf? No, I used to make it when it was just me and the kids, and you just you get your beef and then you do anything you want to in there. You got that's what I mean. You, you get some <laughs> eggs, you put them in there, yeah. and onions and green peppers, yeah. and then you you take some bread uh, loaf, yeah. you know, and smash them up or crackers and put it in there crackers and put it in there, and then you some sauces, you know, like fifty-seven sauce or A one or something, and then you bake it and let it rip, buddy. So you're right, it could be anything. It could be anything. So. And, if- and in a, in a grocery, I mean, I was a grocery store, but a restaurant, they could be cutting corners. They may not right. make that Linda Brantley. You know? That's right. <laughs> <You> know, <buddy. laughs> I'm going to watch out for that. Exactly. Exactly. Right. <laughs> All right, tell everybody where our topic of the day is, and you've got a sponsor. I do,
0: Voodoo. You ever had a Voodoo guy? You know where they take those little dolls? pins? Oh, in? wait, what's punching there you go. me in the back here? Well listen, there's a lot of you know there's a lot of experiences that you could go through in the selling experience. It might not be a good idea, but if you'll do the the little research and work with the folks out at Powell Auction Realty Company, they've been a business and they've been doing this since nineteen seventy two. That's a long time, folks. Mm-hmm. And they're specialists in public auctions, industry leader in selling real estate, automobiles, equipment, firearms, coins, estates and and uh, antiques, too, with 46 years of experience. So Pal will recommend to you in a way that which most revenue will be generated for the assets, and that's what you're looking for, right? They can do a live event online, or they can do it right there. I mean, there's all kinds of auctions. Pal Auction has a method of selling open that sell your product that will reach the most buyers in the market. Pal not only wants to earn your business, but in addition to your trust, respect, and friendship, you are a client and a partner with Powell Auction and Realty. Give them a call. The number is 865-938-3403, located on Pleasant Ridge Road, right behind Walmart. Ah.
1: Yeah. Byer. Bobby Beyer. Bobby Beyer. Oh my gosh, yeah. yeah. You know, we uh we played that song a lot back in the day. And and you remember the stuff in New Orleans, you're talking about voodoo reminds you New Orleans. Here's a here's the parade going down Main Street there, Bourbon Street. Yeah. Got the got got the, some, umbrella. the umbrellas going? Yeah. And that's a funeral. Yeah. So what's the point of the umbrella? I don't know. I don't really, you know, uh, the voodoo uh, is supposedly not a cult, black magic, or devil worship. They say people who practice voodoo are not witch doctors, sorcerers, or uh, in the occult. Voodoo isn't a practice intended to hurt or control others. That was all in the Hollywood stuff, Ed. Voodoo is a religion that originated in Africa. In the Americas and the Caribbean, Haiti was big on voodoo. Um, but you know, uh, it's got some Christian aspects. To it, it does. You're right. And it, it, as far as Americans go, Haiti and then moved up to New Orleans, mm-hmm. as you said earlier. You know, and voodoo, uh yeah, of course, Hollywood uh, really. Popularized it with the the uh, voodoo dolls, right? You, you, know, you stick the pin in them, and then you, you watch them go. Oh wow! What, what happened? I get you right here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, but the voodoo, they say, even in the religious world, people that practice voodoo believe there is a visible world and an invisible world. Hmm. So there's some that you can see, can't see, but like you heard, Bobby Bear talk about there, Uh, there was a famous uh, voodoo lady. Her name was Marie Laveau. Let me say a little bit about Marie Laveau here. Um, Marie Laveau, she was the most popular voodoo queen in New Orleans. Hmm. Her religious rite on the shore of Lake Pontchartrain In 1874, attracted 12,000 people in New Orleans. They said politicians, lawyers, and businessmen would all come to her to consult before making decisions. They talked to Marie Laveau. she would throw those bones out of the
0: cup or something? Or... It was
1: kind of crazy, but she was very involved in Catholic mass, too, as oh, okay. well. Yeah. But, you know, religion has meant to control people forever. Mm-hmm. So saying that voodoo is not something evil, that it's a religion, goes back to what religion has been. If religion is meant to control people, that's what voodoo was meant to do. Right, that's right. And uh, then this Louisiana voodoo stuff. Um, it, it, a lot of it came around uh, and about from slaves. There were, you know, slaves outnumbered the white people more than two to one or so. Yeah. And they practice voodoo. They were from Africa or, or, or Haiti. Haiti. Mm-hmm. You know, in Haiti, I didn't realize this, but in Haiti, there was an, um, uh, a revolt and they overtook all the slave people, I mean, the owners and killed them. And the slaves took over the island, and Haiti really believed that Voodoo was part of their freedom. I guess. Well, what about what about when you see
0: the Walking Dead, or you know, the, you you know, like someone can, yeah, you know, it, it, the Voodoo's got something to do with that too, doesn't it? That you, you know, that
1: well. I think uh, it could be a lot of the Day of the Dead and stuff like that is Mexican. Yeah. Oh, okay. But I think Hollywood has really They've jaded yeah. the whole voodoo thing. There was another, other than Marie Laveau, another famous um, voodoo person was Dr. John, the singer. No, but. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I was in the right place <laughs> but the wrong, wrong time. <laughs> uh, but I guess that's where he got his name. <laughs> Dr. John was also known as Bayou John and Prince John. And he was a slave. And then uh, he was a voodoo king in the late 19th century, in the 1800s. And he worked mostly with slaves. But he um, developed a big following. I think, you know, um, again, to me, voodoo... Is, was a religion, is a religion. And I don't know if it's still practiced like it was. I, they say if you go to New Orleans now, and I haven't been there in 30, 40 years, that there's still shops up where you buy voodoo potions mm-hmm. and various mm-hmm. things, that there's still people that believe there. Yeah, and they treat they
0: treat illnesses, too, mm-hmm. voodoo. You treat illnesses, you treat, and also it's kind of like that preacher down in Lenore City gets rid of, Hexes and
1: things like that. Is that Jesus water or something? Yeah, the Jesus water. Well, in the 1930s, they said voodoo went underground as New Orleans became a popular tourist attraction. And that's when uh, it became, you had the shops and things uh-huh. opened in the 1930s in Louisiana. And then I, well, I remember as a kid watching James Bond and there was a, a live and let die. Yeah. The... And, uh, you know, they had them coming up out of graves and right, stuff. yeah. And it was kind of crazy, but so do you think voodoo was ever a real thing or is a real thing?
0: Well, I guess it depends on how far you go with it. You know, I know that there are witch doctors in Africa, Mm -hmm. which is probably really close to voodoo. Mm -hmm. What they do is really close to voodoo. And I don't like the word voodoo because to me it sounds like something in Hollywood. I, is there another word that goes for this, or is
1: it just well, voodoo? I'm sure there are, but it I, just uh, voodoo is spelled different, uh, originally different from where the way it's spelled now. Oh. Um, I guess there's a French word for it. Yeah, and I think it, there's a lot of French um, basics that have, it comes from that. But it's still practiced in Haiti. Yeah. And you know what, the, the thing I associate with voodoo, is you know the voodoo doll we talked about mm-hmm. but you remember they would have the um, is it the crow's claws or the chicken's claws? Chicken. chicken claws and
0: they would tear the head off the chicken yeah and
1: have the blood Blood going around and put it across your chest
0: yeah and then and then the and then they just they, they go into this trance
1: mm-hmm.
0: and just dancing around in this wild crazy trance mm mm-hmm. mhm mm
1: mhm like too much so do you think voodoo was was to control people, or was it to give people um, something to believe in?
0: Well, I think you could certainly control people. If there was somebody in your realm of associates who thought that they, were, you thought they were voodoo experts, mm-hmm. and they said, "I'm going to put it on you," I would be afraid. I did, would want some a priestess to come to say, put a
1: hex no, on you. No, no. Has anybody ever done a voodoo doll around you or when you were younger and then they they did it to to uh, attack somebody else? No, I don't think so. Have you seen it? Well, I, I've I've known people in my lifetime who did believe in voodoo and had um, voodoo dolls and stuff. Really?
0: Is that nutty? Don't they? Are the dolls? They have to look like the person you're after, don't they, or not? Oh, I
1: don't know. I don't know. Okay. Well, so, it's a, it's an interesting part. If someone of American it. culture that yeah. was brought here from other places, Africa and Haiti and so forth, that especially in New Orleans became ingrained into the community
0: maybe one of our listeners knows more about voodoo than we do and can share some of that just don't put a hex on us or Or don't let us know they got to let you know if there's a
1: hex because it don't work if they don't tell you right well well, you know what's weird i've had this pain in my back (laughs) for about two days so i'm starting i mean literally i couldn't get out of bed this morning really and i thought Wait a minute. I'm getting ready to do a thing on voodoo. Is somebody is somebody sticking a pin in the back of a voodoo doll that looks like me? All right. We've got to move along, Ed. Uh, tell everybody what's coming up. Coming and then up. I've got a sponsor.
0: All right. Coming up, we're going to get into some mailbox and look at some letters. And then we have our complaints that we're going to talk about, too.
1: Mm-hmm. Hey, is your family too busy for to prepare the meals that they deserve? here's what you do. Call Chef Scott Whitaker. I know you've seen him on national cooking shows and local television. Now his staff can prepare your weekly meals, deliver them to your door on Monday, take care of the whole week. Food allergies or particular diet, that is not a problem. They have the meals you and your family deserve with a simple phone call. Call Chef Scott Whitaker's team today. 865-245-5522 or visit his website, CuisineByChefScott.com. That's Cuisine by a Chefscott.com. And open up the bell box. All right, you ready? Yeah, I am. All right, All right let's it. go. Okay. Rip it open, buddy. There you go.
0: Cameron from Whittle Springs. Do they still have phys ed in schools?
1: Well, you know, we're hanging on by a thread here in the state of Tennessee. <laughs> it, it, it isn't what it used to be. Um, phys ed cutbacks, it's, it's been money and things like that. The Tennessee, state of Tennessee, Mandates health and physical education in grades K through eight, um, and that's it. And in, in high school, uh, it's not so much. No. Local education agencies must uh, integrate a minimum of ninety minutes a week in the instructional school day for elementary and second secondary school. So, but that can be just go out in the in the I see playground. them walking
0: around the track,
1: and, and that's they just go out and walk around the track.
0: Yeah. that's it. It's not the same. Mm -hmm. You know, when we were in school, Mm -hmm. you had to do calisthenics. Oh, I know. Listen to Push-ups. Jumping jacks, jumping jacks. I hate jumping jacks. Had to climb that stupid rope in the gym, and you know I never made it to the top. Never, never Never
1: made it. No, and I was up and down that thing all the time. Oh come on! I never did either. No, I never made it. I (laughs) didn't make it in the military. I didn't have any arm strength. (laughs) No, you know I wasn't like those guys with those. Yeah. Uh, But uh, it's not what it used to be. In many states across the country, they've completely dropped phys ed Cursives? Fizz head. I mean, I that's... mean, what's happening? Well, childhood it... obesity is rising at record levels, and we're cutting back on phys ed. I know it. It's awful. If we can't uh, have it in school, where, when you get home, the parents are going, you know, do your homework. Yeah. Go in there and eat some crackers and Coca-Cola's. yeah, and then we're gonna have dinner, and we're gonna yeah. eat some more. <laughs> we're gonna eat some more stuff. You know. The,
0: did you have to dress out for gym when you were in school?
1: Um, well, when I was in school, I played sports. So okay, they transferred it all to sixth-period athletics. You. So you are already dressed out. Well, yeah. And, and, and what's weird when I read this stuff, like now, if you play football or basketball or whatever at high school, mm-hmm. when I was in high school, that, took my, that was my credit for mm-hmm. phys ed. Mm-hmm. They're saying now sports cannot count as your athletic credit. Right. Wow. Which is... You kidding me? I sweat it like yeah. Are you it was nuts? far more than anything anybody ever was doing. I thought maybe it was the uniforms or maybe
0: the tennis shoes that
1: kept <clears throat> people. Well, did, it could be. Know. They said money's big cutback. Yeah. This is a lot of schools. This is nutty. Some schools only uh, they have less than a thousand dollars a year for phys ed. Less than $1,000 a year. How can you buy, like, you know, badminton rackets or or a kickball? No. And, uh, you know, I just don't know where that's going, and I think it's a shame. But, again, cursive's cursive is going. (laughs) All right, kick us off here. What's the next one? Donnie from Maryville. Why are the
0: airfares so expensive in McGee-Tyson Airport? I bet Ed's
1: got an answer for this one. You got that right, buddy. What is it, Ed?
0: Well... Where do you go if you leave from Mickey Tyson Airport? You go to Atlanta. Mhm. All right. Yeah. That's it. Well, or you go to Denver, you can go to New York or something, but but the the airfares are so expensive because it is a it is a destination airport, first yeah. of all. It's not one that you go to to go someplace else. It's not part of a, a vacation package. It's not part of a multi-city airport. Ticket thing. Mm-hmm. It's a destination airport, and it doesn't have it doesn't have the competition that these other airports have.
1: Well, and seventy five percent of the tickets here are bought by who? The government. Yeah. yeah. Oak Ridge, B.U.T. Yeah. They don't care. Uh, government, and they're flying to New York, or they're flying to Atlanta, and they're flying to Washington D.C. The, they don't care if it costs a thousand dollars. Or whatever. Because they're not paying for it. You know who are paying for it? The government. Me and you. Taxpayers. That's right, buddy. Taxpayers. So that's why we're the seventh most expensive airport in the country. In the whole world? In the United States? In the country, yeah. Yeah, really? Seventh most expensive airfares. Good grief. Aren't you proud? That's why I drive to Atlanta. Exactly. That's why
0: I drive to Nashville. Yeah. But you would think Nashville would be expensive, but it's not.
1: No, because they, they're, they, it's a hub. Yeah, you're right. People come through there. Okay. All right, Ed, let's, right. Uh, let's see. Where are we? Oh, it's my complaint. Uh, uh, yes. Here's your show topics. Yeah, tell everybody what's coming up next time on our next show, and then uh, get in. let's get into your complaints. Okay, unmanned commercial trucks
0: on our highways. Is that true? Wow. Ooh, that's scary. It is. It is I, I guess it's scary. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. All so, right. Here's my complaint speaking of highways so you know i i was i went to a little family get together up mm-hmm. in cades cove mm-hmm. saturday and and coming back on that road there was a little accident with two jeeps they kind of went off to the side of the road and hit mm-hmm. the guardrail right. but they came back on the road and they were sitting there in the road while four police cars were there and traffic was blocked for miles mm-hmm. Isn't it a simple thing just to move them off the roadway and get them out of the way? Why is it they have to sit there until the police fill out a report? I don't get it. It well, does it's it's no fault. Accidents are no fault, you know that.
1: Yes, but I think that I think you're right. I think if nobody's hurt and um, then you should just move it off the side of the road. The other side of that coin is this. Um my mom was hip. My mom was coming down a four lane road. She was on the inside lane on the two side. And a guy was sitting in the middle there waiting to merge into traffic. Well, he, he was a older gentleman, but my mom's 90. And he pulls in, hits her in the side. Mm-hmm. And then mom pulls off to the side. He pulls off. He said, Oh, I'm so sorry, blah, blah, blah. And they exchange, you know, tax, I mean, uh, insurance stuff. And two weeks later, uh, his insurance calls and says, um, well, You need to pay for my customer's car. And she said, well, What are you talking me?" He pulled into me. He said, No, he said, You ran over into him. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, if we'd called a policeman there, we probably wouldn't have ended up there. I don't know there would have been any. But different. anyway. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know there would have been any. But it does take up a lot of time.
0: It takes, I mean, it kills everybody. It yeah. just. You know, you, you just, it, I don't think it would have made any difference. Maybe maybe it would, maybe it wouldn't. But, however, if there's no, I don't see any reason why you would sit in the middle of the road. And then the fire engine, if a fire engine comes, what does Mm -hmm. it do? It pulls sideways. It blocks everything. It blocks everything.
1: Yeah, I've have a little problem with that. I mean, it doesn't need to take up everything. No, I'm sure they got some rule they got to go by, but mm, they're 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 protecting everyone by blocking all the traffic. I guess. But all right, I got a complaint for you, Ed. Okay. You know, here we are a little bit after the mid October, and coming up here, we got Halloween coming up, and then we've got daylight savings time coming to an end. My complaint is, is it good that it's coming to an end or is it a bad thing? So I guess it's really not a complaint, more of a question. But I have a, uh, I think that we could take it a little further, I guess is my complaint, maybe even further into November. Uh, I could take it through um, Thanksgiving it would be fine with me. Well, I
0: think we should pick one and stick with it. You don't like Just, the switching no, back and forth. I don't anymore. like the switching back and forth. I think that's ridiculous. That was that's you know why they did that because of trains. We don't have trains? To they did back. because of trains? Yeah, train schedules, that. yeah. Really, we don't do that anymore. <laughs> and this is—it's—and it's, it's, you have to keep changing the daggone clocks. Just pick I'm one. sick of doing that. Pick one and stick to it. Now in Indiana they don't change.
1: Do they not? No. They? they don't do it in Phoenix. Yeah, they, yeah, that's right. Or, in Indiana it, they don't just, change. So no, you can—the yeah.
0: can, state can change that if they want to. But, you know, for us in particular, mm-hmm. living in East Tennessee, I, if I had to pick a time zone for us, it would be Central time, mm-hmm. not Eastern.
1: Yeah,
0: We're on the backside of Eastern, right at the very end of it, and Central's just down the road a people little bit. People
1: in Central time zone get more sleep than us. Exactly. Because exactly. the shows that come on, like Johnny Carson would come mm-hmm. on, you remember that, 1130? Mm-hmm. In Central time zone, it always came on at 1030. Exactly. And those people... And the ball games are on early. exactly Monday night football all that oh, stuff starts at 5 eastern time zone <laughs> never gets enough sleep no no when i lived in california we would watch monday night football then go out to dinner there you go yeah yeah so but i mean it's
0: it's and, and see we're right on the edge of we're right between mm-hmm. at the end of eastern and not the start of central but the line should be the smoky mountains that mm-hmm. should be the, the the top of the Smoky Mountains should be the end of Eastern and the start of Central. That's what I say.
1: That's what Ed says, now, ladies that, and gentlemen. Now, Burchett, you can
0: do something there. <laughs> There's something you can seek.
1: your You could into. put him to work. Tell everybody how they can listen to us, will you? Well, go. You, <laughs> Please. <laughs> I get on? I, I, I get don't
0: online? know. I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> so you can go online to the edinbob.com webpage, and you can listen to us there. You can also uh, download the Apple Podcast app or the TuneIn app. Search Ed and Bob and be sure to subscribe. Alexa, if you're Alexa skill settings, go to Enable, TuneIn, tell Alexa to go to TuneIn. She'll ask you what you want to hear, and you tell her exactly this, Ed and Bob Show. I wonder how many people are doing that
1: you know it's been growing and we certainly appreciate everybody it's uh and we've got people from out of the country which i don't even understand that it must be an accident or something if you want to comment go to ed and com in the comment section email us we love to hear that stuff ed and bob at com. if you'd like to follow us we like to twitter and it's uh ed and bob knox at brantley bob thomas knox and we're on facebook go there and we're ed and bob and uh, let's see corrections things like that ed would you like to correct anything What did I do? I don't know. I'm sure you did something. (laughs) A shout-out. i got a shout-out to Bill Regas. Oh, wow. Regus Restaurant. Listening to us. Bill, we appreciate you. How about you, Bill? What a legend in the restaurant business. What a great guy. And tell everybody, Ed, if you will, what the next topic will be next time. The next topic will be those unmanned
0: trucks on the highway. That's scary to me. I'm not
1: sure how to take that. We'll talk about that. We're we're atop of the World's Fair fair site there at the Sun Sphere. What a view, celebrating our 75th show. <laughs> Enjoy today, Ed. See you next time. Okay, buddy. The room was completely black. I hugged her and she hugged back. Like the sailor said, quote, ain't that a hole in a boat?" My head keeps spinning. I go to sleep and keep grinning. If this is just the beginning, my life is gonna be beautiful. I have sunshine enough to spread. It's just like the fella said, tell me quick and I'll